What is up, gamers? Welcome back to another episode of Bass and Bands. Um, we have Tofu Shop here in the studio today. Say hi, YJ. Hello. And I'm CJ. Hell yeah. I swear that every time, every time I come in here, the introductions just sounds different. Like there's some things that are just a little bit different. Bruh, the main part of it is just welcome back to another episode. <laughs> And then you present the show, that's it. And then, yeah, the other ones is just freestyle. Bro. All right, touche, I won't argue with that. But yeah. How was your weekend, man? It was not bad, actually. I, I mean, well, we had resident nights on Saturday. Last Saturday, yeah. Which was cool. Hold on, hold on, I forgot, I forgot. Uh, Oliver's is coming. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's been ages since we had... Base DJ, uh, base X from the UK or the States. Yeah. And Oliver's, if you don't know, is signed to Disciple Recordings, mm. which is the same label with George and Fusky, Barely Alive, Virtual Riot, 12 Planet. And it is um, Disciple Records, is, which I would say is the f- one of the favorite labels for One Backbar. of the leading ones, I'd say, as well. Yeah. yeah. We, got, we got a couple of that. Actually, a few of the artists that came through, right? Yeah, we got we had quite a handful of them. Like we had, yeah, well, barely alive. Virtual Riot came. Mozart was here. Dirty Phonics was here. Mm, Eliminate, Eliminate was, here. was here. Samplifier. Sam- yeah, Samplifier was here. Infect yeah, that's was right. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, Oliver's uh, music, to be honest, like it does. It's like a how do I put this? Like I, I really like it because it's like a. A, a modernized version of how the OG dubstep used to sound, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, I would agree with that because yeah. you had those like wonky wobbly elements. Would you would you call that? Yeah, I think so. Stuff like um, I think Netsky's Netsky's Netsky Netsky Netsky's Netsky's um, every day that remix. It sounds like that, and it's kind of cool to be honest. Yeah, and. I like it because Oliver's has, I mean, besides besides having that modern modern flip or modern take of that wobbly sound, I like it because, you know, it's not like full-on bro step. Yeah. And also the melodic elements in there. Yeah. And yeah, because Oliver's is also like doing quite a lot of close projects with um Chime oh, yeah. and Frankie Nuts as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they, got, they had a project. They have a project going on right now. Like just, a song or like a dual like, thing? Like a trio, it's a trio thing. Oh, okay. I just can't quite remember what it is, but right, right. I like, I like them. I like them. They've been they perform at Tomorrowland. Mm. They perform at Rampage. Oh yeah, Oliver's did as well, right? Yeah, on Rampage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not too sure about Lost Lands, but yeah, I'm sure they're on the on on Lost Lands. To probably, be probably. Yeah. I gotta check. Yeah, I gotta check the lineup again. But yeah, this is huge because it's been three years since we had someone from the states. Yeah. Coming over, yeah, definitely, definitely a good change, I reckon. Uh, uh, yeah, some diversity, you know what I mean. So yeah, if you're listening, September the second, Oliver's at Back Bar, Fucking a hot. New Zealand exclusive show. Hell yeah! Sheesh. Anyway, it'll be a good night. Yeah, we'll see you there. Um, so because we uh, this was to me, it was a 
well, I wasn't initially going to come in today, but um, regardless, I didn't have a topic prepared. So we just end up asking um, Instagram what we should talk about. Anyway, the first question, what are our thoughts on DMB and will it uh, die out, I guess? Whew, we're starting off with a hot one, huh? Starting <laughs> off with a hot hey. Um Well, here's here's the thing. I don't believe that any genre would just die off. Yeah. I would kind of prefer to believe that every genre has its um rise. Yeah. And it's um definitely not downfall, but not fall. Mm. It's just maybe a period of time where, you know, it's just not as trendy or not as popular like not everyone's rinsing it as much as before yeah 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 definitely so i don't believe that dnb would die and i would even say that dnb would still pr- go pretty strong you know because this country everyone is still frothing dnb yeah and i mean the next few years at least yeah and we i mean our genres are not mainly dnb but we do enjoy um some good tunes when yeah. it comes to dnb as well so, I I think DNB is not going to die. Like it's going to stay here, and it'll just have its face. It has its moments. Yeah, yeah, it'll come and go, but it'll be here for quite a while. I think. Yeah, because it's like it's it's normally how genres go, right? Like you have a popular one, and then it'll start fading a little bit. But it's not like the producers will stop making DNB or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like what uh, what's happening with Dustep right now, or even Trap. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you're talking about like you know. Uh, over the states, yeah, it's it's still it's still popping off, yeah, it's still popping off. But whereas um, for New Zealand, probably it's just you know having a bit of a it goes back to the underground a little bit, I guess. Yeah, and like the thing of DMB is it's such a huge genre with so many like subgenres and stuff like that. So you're bound to have your niches and stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like um even before like I at first obviously I wasn't um. How do I put this? I wasn't very accepting of the change with the DMB and everything. Yeah, it's like it's it's very sudden for us. I think I would call this cognitive dissonance. Yeah, like but then that being said, like DMB has always been part of like stuff that I've been listening to with like early Pendulum and stuff like that. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What was that um? What was that album that you got again? Oh, uh, in Silicio. <gasps> oh yeah, that's yeah. one. I actually found that in a thrift shop. Actually, it was only two dollars. Nice. And I managed to get it signed by um DJ Hornet. L Hornet. L Hornet. Yeah. Um. And like when it when it when it came back, it's more so like I tried to because I wanted to make it. It looks fun, and it's like a challenge for myself anyway. So I bef- so this is what I do before I like I start diving into another genre because it makes me feel comfortable knowing about the scene and knowing about like I guess the the, the culture of the scene before diving into it. Yeah. So absolutely. I ended up I ended up like going up on YouTube and stuff and looking up the documentaries. I think there was one um, with like. Is it from DJ Academy? DM, sorry, not DJ Academy. Uh, DMB Academy. DNB Arena. Arena, yeah, Ar- Arena. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, the one. Yeah. That's the one. Academy is the one with the Academy is not bad as well. If you're a producer, <laughs> I think that's where they teach you how to make like you have like people like Emperor and stuff like that breaking down their songs. Oh. Yeah. Well, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. But um, yeah. So before I dive into a scene, I normally like like to do some of my own research to see what the scene is like, what the vibe is like, and stuff like that. And not gonna lie, I, I do really like the um how do I put this? The uh the culture to be honest. Yeah. 
Because like, well, the the more I guess the more um, underground DMB, it's always played like a, it's 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 like a skateboard. I would describe it as like yeah. you 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 would get it at first. It's like real polished with all the graphics. That's really nice and shit. But then you're meant to like grind off the fucking like graphics and everything. So it's all tr- I don't know. It's just very cool. I really like that. And like mm. DMB, I think has a really close. Um, because the MB is kind of like, um, how do I put this? The, uh, it's very um, intertwined with like emceeing as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, which I also think is fucking cool because it's 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 a norm there. It's not not normally like a norm when you rap over like dubstep and stuff like that, which is what I'm familiar with. Yeah, but being able to see that, I think it's really cool. Yeah, but I agree because that's actually a very good take, and I like the idea of you saying you like. Have a look and have a check on um, the culture is before you know diving yeah. too deep into it. I think that's cool. Because like it's not like it feels like especially if I were to play it, it's like I want to know it before I started. I guess appropriating it. Yeah, I mean at least you know sort of know a little bit before we. Yeah, I mean appropriating is a pretty strong word. I feel. I don't know. That's just how I work anyway. Like at, I, at least we know what we're doing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's what I do anyway. Like, it's like, it's yeah. like if, even if I'm trying to get into an interest or like hobby or something like that, I'll probably look it up or like s- talk to people who, who are in the scene or whatever you call it. And like you, you, you learn some stuff as well, which yeah. I think is pretty interesting. So to wrap up that question, will mm. DNB ever die? I would say no. Yeah. Definitely I think not. it'll definitely be part of like, you, at, you'll still yeah. hear it even down the line. Yeah. So at most, it'll just stay dormant. In a maybe far future, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And even if, like. And it'll come back again. Yeah. And even, like, if people stop playing it, it doesn't mean your favorite producers are going to stop making it. You yep. Know? Exactly. Like, especially, like, even since, like, you know, even before, like, 2014, 15, there's already DMB playing. Yeah. It just didn't blow up. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, the, sec- the second question. Um, Oh, <laughs> um, what's your equipment slash setting that you like? I'm going to assume that this question is talking about CDJ settings. Yeah, I'm going to go with CDJ settings. Uh, If it's CDJ settings. Oh, wait, wait, let's start with an easy one. Yeah. Are you a oh, RGB waveform <laughs> or are you a, like mono, 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 like dual color? I don't know what you call it, monochrome? Yeah. Uh, yeah, monochrome color. Um, yeah. Nah, RGB. RGB? Yeah. Bro, that's so messy. I don't like it. You don't like it? Nah, if you notice, I'm monochrome. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> and I feel that's boring. Boring? Bro, I'm, I'm there to DJ. I'm not there to like look at colors I like, I like Okay, I, I like colors, bro. That's all I can say. And to me, I feel like, well, I mean, with CDJ 2000s, Nexuses and 3000s. Yeah. Which still is the standard, uh, 2000s yeah. is still the, ne- uh, Nexus 2s are still the standard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the waveforms tells me a lot about the track. I mean, like, yeah, but the color doesn't make it any difference, right? To me, to me, I feel like it does feel, uh, it does tell me, like, you could kind of tell me, like, is it whether if that part of the song yeah. is, a, is a part where, like, you know, there's a lot of things going on, or maybe, yeah. like, it might be a good place to transition into it. Right, right, right. I don't know. Because, you know, like, if we do have um, tracks, like both tracks, um, both, huh? elements from both tracks, both when you transition, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not falling to that. I'm not falling to that. I'm not falling to that. Yeah, I was saying, 
Because when you when you have <laughs> when you have um, elements of both tracks coming together in transition, uh. it will kind of fight together if yeah. you transition at the wrong part. I feel. Yeah. Because especially especially when both tracks are not harmonic. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I f- I think mm. I don't know if I'm right or not, but I for me I feel like the colors depending on the waveform where it is. Yeah. Kind of do tell me like. How much stuff is there in that part of the song? Right. Yeah. I normally just go by the shape of the waveform, to be honest. You can kind of already tell, especially with, like, DJ music, where it's kind of, I guess, very, very um, obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, if we, I mean, for us that, you know, we've been using CDJs for quite a long time, mm. the size of the waveform would probably tell us quite a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, I mean, I just like colors. So no, 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 that's yeah. fair, that's fair. I don't think there's a right or wrong in this one, Jay. I'm just what? <laughs> oh, you know what, though? <laughs> what? Real DJs use their ears. Yeah, yeah, that's Real why DJs play vinyl. That's why no one no one really uh, looks at the screen, right? <laughs> use your ears to beat match, bro. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> oh, the um, next one, I think, would be, um, I think, uh, jog wheel speed. So uh, how fast or how heavy, how heavy yeah. you like your... Um, the spinny spinny thing. Joke. You just joke. said you just said joke. Look, I'm spinny explaining spinny. <laughs> it to people that don't know, okay? Right, right. Yeah, all right. Um my joke wheel weight is the needle is sitting at roughly like one to two o'clock. So light. No. So that's like s- slightly a bit more to the heavy side. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. So so assuming it starts in the middle, right? Because So middle is default. Mi- oh yeah, middle is twelve o'clock. Yeah. Middle is default. Yeah. yeah. Um, seven o'clock would be the lightest, yeah, yeah, yeah. and five would be the heaviest. Yeah. Um, my comfort zone with the jog wheels weight would be roughly two o'clock. Huh. I think I do nine. Nine, like light. Oh on yeah, the, on the light side. So I, I can understand why. Yeah, because of backspin. Yeah, as well. Say that. Yeah. I whereas I don't have that habit of backspinning. Why not? I don't have that rewind selector sort of habit oh yet. Oh, God. Nah, I love backspinning. I mean... This is hardcore as hell. Because like, I, I think I think the reason why I'm not such a big fan of backspin is because there were a few times where I tried to backspin, mm. but I think the part where I tried to backspin, you know, there wasn't much going on in that, in that part of the song. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when I backspin, it just sounds like... Oh yeah, yeah. It does sound like really light, really plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, that sounds yuck. I, I think backspin is also like a good way, like a good out as well. To be honest, like a good yeah, um, actually yeah, yeah. A good like if you're in a pinch and you need to get it quick to the other song. Oh yeah, not gonna lie. You know yeah, I mean? like it's in, a <laughs> in, in all fairness, it is a valid trick. Yeah. Uh, of its own, like yeah. backspinning, but definitely could be overused. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just it's just not not really my thing. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it helps me like looking for part of the song as well. To be honest, like if I need to uh, scroll through the song. Oh, wait, are we still talking about backspin or just yeah, the jog wheel? Yeah. Wait. Back, uh, jog wheel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The jog wheel. Yeah. To it's me, it's just easier to like scroll through the song sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. For me, it's just because um I'm just more used to. Th- that weight when it comes to um beat matching. Yeah. So to me, anything more than twelve o'clock. Yeah. No, anything less than twelve o'clock, um, gets a bit difficult to control, like the beat matching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my comfort zone. Uh, 
I think the last one, which is the more controversial one. Mm. Hot cues or memory cues? Oh, <laughs> if you have to pick one. If you have to pick one. Hot cues or memory cues? Uh, I actually don't really know. Like, memory cues from memory, you on, you can only search it through. Like, it's a, it's a mark you put on the song. Yeah. Where when you load that song in the CDJs, you can just jump to that point. Yeah. It'll start from there, right? Yes. Yeah. The only difference between memory cues and hot cues is that memory cues doesn't autoplay. Yeah. So for me, if it's, you know, just transitioning songs, yeah. I would use memory cue. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because for me, you know, going going from one memory cue to another, because the song is not autoplaying, mm. that gives me time to search for other songs yeah. and even like look at a crowd, interact with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Whereas hot cues is a bit more of a performance mode, I guess. Yeah. I kind of like that because yeah. I can just play whenever I want as long as there's no lag in my... I, yeah. <laughs> but again, I use both. Yeah. I use both wait, memories wait, wait, and hot cues. You mean, you mean bofa? I'm not falling to that. Bofa? No, nah, I'm not falling to oh, that. Shit. I'm not falling to that, bro. <laughs> What's the next biggest genre? Oh. I reckon the four and four stuff, man. Like a techno, call it techno, call it hardcore, call it whatever you want. But I think that's gonna that's gonna stick. You reckon? I reckon that's gonna stick. It's really hard to tell. It's so because it's tell. the only. It's like the one of the variations you can jump to in DMB. It will slowly start like coming into into like more people playing it. So you're talking about. Um a bit more on the side trans side as well. Yeah, anything that's tutsu, 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 but one seventy four, mm. or even close to that area. That's my belief, anyway. I can definitely see where you're coming from, and it's definitely it's like a very like it. I want to say like it shares a lot of similarities with house, but it's just fast speed house. Yeah, like one fifty house, but it's just one seventy four. But instead of a clap, sometimes they don't have a clap. I don't know. That's yeah. my take anyway, because yeah. that, that's normally how it is. Remember DMB? Like, we would play a whole full mm. dubstep set, and then you would play Mackie G just to go there. Yep. And I think that will be one of the ones that, I guess, come through. You know, that also reminds me, um, there was one genre that I was actually hoping that it would grow big, but it kind of did not. It was mid-tempo. Oh, right, yeah. Um, despite despite having people like Riz. Yeah. but And even 1788L? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, despite them spearheading mid tempo. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that mid tempo didn't like kick off as much as I expected. I don't know. To me, it's just like there's not a lot of like, I guess, um, uh, there's not a lot of people like dwelling into that, that area, I want to say. And the sounds mm -hmm. are normally the same, it sounds the same after a while. So that, that's my take anyway, and the the, the mid tempo that I've been listening to. I get what you mean, though. Yeah. Like it has its appeal, but I guess what you're saying, yeah, maybe not so much of variety when it comes yeah. to the sound. There's no no one that's um ch changing the sound yet or trying st new stuff in, in terms of like mid tempo, that, and that's why I think it kind of fell off. Yeah, but in saying that, yeah, I I would probably like you know just sprinkle in like one or two mid tempos in in a set. Yeah, I'd still say that's kind of risky, man. <laughs> but I would just call those as you know, like like a palate cleanser sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to you know, add some variety into a set. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, the next biggest genre. Um, I I would actually say it's the deep dark one forty ish stuff. Oh yeah, no no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, that works as well. Chase and Status is doing it. Alex Perez is doing it. Yeah, Fred again with the collab with um Skrillex. Skrillex and Fortet was it? Oh yeah, I think I heard that one. Um, there's a clip on um, I think yeah, YouTube or something. Yeah, like. on Fred again's um boiler room. Yeah, that's a cool set. If y'all if y'all haven't heard it yet, definitely check it out. Yeah, Fred again. Dot dot dot. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Fred again. Can't forget the dots. Man. I, I, th- I think if I, AMC ever taught us anything, don't uh, forget the dots. Yep. <laughs> but I think I think most people would have checked out the set by now. The Fred again set, and you know. Like credit where it's due, it's it is a cool boiler room set. Yeah, definitely one of the coolest boiler room sets I've seen. Yeah, I mean they're okay. yeah. And Fred again is also a really sick producer as well. So yeah, props to him. I think my favorite boiler room set would have to be the one with Scream and Disclosure, the one oh, right there in the hotel oh. room, and then they started like tearing up all the pillows and everything, and there's like feathers everywhere. That reminds me too. <laughs> that reminds me as well. Nah, that's still hands God down damn. one of my favorite set. Even though it's like you know, even though it's like not route, not not aggressive music, I still fucking yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the um, Catronado one. I don't think I've heard that. The Catronado one's also one of the ballroom classics. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, just because there's just like I mean, Catronado is a genius when yeah. it comes to producing. Yeah. But for that ballroom set, I think it's because of all the people that's pesting behind. <laughs> behind yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. There's every every second there's something happening behind there. Yeah, yeah. Right, we just yeah. crack up. It's like it's like one of those hip uh, like rap shows, you know, like with yeah. um, how XXX Tentacion used to do it. They like they have like twenty people or yeah. thirty people on fucking stage, and then everyone's just hyping, which is cool. I like the vibe. Yeah. I also like the vibe. I love yeah. it too because uh, yeah. it's like it's so it's so it's, nice. It's just <laughs> uplifting. I just feel like yeah. it just feels really uplifting to me. Yeah, like but you and your homies and everyone yeah. just vibing. But yes, oh. I would say the 140 deep dark that's actually dubstep, I think. Yeah, but the deep the deep dark stuff, 140s. Yeah. Mm. I'm actually interested to see how far that gets pushed as well. Yeah. Because normally if you go deep dark and then what's the next logical step? <laughs> it's back Something to trap and dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I've been talking to um Kaylin and Lara about this. Um we're listening to music in the car and yeah. Kaylin really likes um calcs from back bar, really likes um all the one forty stuff. Oh yeah? And then to me, when I'm listening to it, it's it's just like, bro, it's just regular it's just low fat dubstep, bro. If uh, you think about it, it's just skimmed dubstep. I agree. I, I actually I actually agree on that to be honest. Right? It's just subs because, instead of because like Because it is dubstep. Yeah. That's one thing. It is dubstep. Yeah. In order to, like to be really technical. Yeah. But would you would you reckon that genre it's mainly carried on by the sub bass? Yeah. It's just a sub bass and drums. And then sometimes you get like ambient sound effects and stuff like that and then yeah. you get like a the one that I really like is um when they have an MC on it. Yeah. That goes hard. Uh the one that really sticks in my mind was um, Monty and um, Strategy. I, I think it's called Hardware. Mm. Um, well, I mean, if you if you love 140s, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I love that because of um, the MC in it. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's why it, like I, I see your point as well because from fucking um, DMB MC in. Yeah. And then when it comes to Deep Dark 140, MCing is a common thing as well. Yeah. Which I actually much prefer than having. 
a rapper on a dubstep track, I feel personally. I don't think I don't think that works. When you have a rapper rapping over like a like a EDM trap or like EDM dubstep song in my it, opinion. Yeah, I actually agree. Because it just sound, I mean, because dubstep like well, more than bro step bro step side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already a genre that is so it's so fleshed out. Yeah. There's so much elements in there. Yeah. And if you got a rapper coming in, you're pretty much having like, you know, the mid range fighting for spaces. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely agree with what you're talking about. Okay. Here's the, l- we're going to do one last one before this one stretches on. Um, what's, the, what's the actual question again? What does this? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing, it's asked by one of the, one of the very notable DJs in town as well. <laughs> yeah. The one what does the sing bun do? <laughs> Now we're not we're not gonna name anyone, <laughs> but he asked, "What does a sing button do?" Ugh. Oh wait, wrong effect. Wait, wait. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> you go first, CJ. Uh, um. So what a sing button does is that when you have two songs that are gridded properly in record box, if you press sync on the CDJs, they'll basically line them up for you, so they'll beat match it for you. That's essentially what it does. Yep. Pretty much. And there's a stigma. Huge stigma. Stigma what, YJ? No, I'm not St- following stig- that. Stigma what? I'm not following to that, stigma? bro. I'm not following to that. you say stigma? That. No. <laughs> um, well, there's a huge stigma that, um, I don't know, it's just a negative stigma when people use sync button. What, what is your mm. take on people using sync button? Last Saturday, uh, resident night, was actually the first time I used the sync button. Right. Because most of the time I use my ears and to beat match. You know, no one uses like ears, a proper bro. DJ. We look at the screen, <laughs> bro. You didn't have you didn't even have your headphones. On. That's because I, that's, that's because you made the headphones sweaty, bro. That means I'm putting in the work, bro. Fuck you. That is about? yuck, bro. Oh my god. That's why you're being known as sweaty headphones in a group chat. Hey, I won an award for that, so hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, last Saturday was the first time I used the sing button. Yeah, because. It was for a BPM transition. Yeah. Because what I usually do last time for BPM transitions was, you know, speed up track A real quick yeah. and sort of like echo it out, yeah. slow down and echo it out and yeah. then slam play on track B. Yeah. Yeah, it works. But to me, it does kind of sound a bit rough sometimes. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure if you feel it that way. But last Saturday, when I used Sing for the first time, with for a BPM transition, it felt way more smoother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because for me, because for me is that um, when because when track when you press sync, track B's BPM is just gonna follow track A. Yeah. So that kind of makes my job of like you know keeping the song sounds okay. Yeah. A lot easier. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I would I would probably say. The only time I would use I would use sing is BPM transition. Yeah. So you would be okay if people using it, I guess, um, creatively then. Uh yes. Yeah. I would say if you wanna use sing, use it in a creative manner, I guess. Yeah. Um, in saying that, if you wanna use sing just so that you could probably have better doubles, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying not to I'm I'm trying to word myself really carefully now. <laughs> but 
Well, okay, put it this way. Put it this way. Let me rephrase myself. Uh, uh, I think it's okay to use whatever whatever technology that's given. Yeah. Uh, but you should probably know how to do the basics first. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess this is more for like the up and coming ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't take the shortcut when it comes to beat matching. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I mean, well, my advice for people that's trying to DJ, you can do whatever you want, but learn your basics as well. Yeah. Just so that, you know, when you go to gigs, when you go to venues that doesn't have um, a modern equipment, uh. when you got freaking what, 900s? Yeah. Or 800s or less? Yeah. At least you you know the fundamentals. Mm. And you could still pull a set. Yeah. I'm going to be real. Up till today, I still don't know how to properly use sync on the CDJs. It's actually really easy. <laughs> I don't want to learn it because <laughs> I don't use it. Yeah. But that being said, I don't care if you want to use sync or not. Even if you're starting out, use sync. I don't care. It doesn't I, affect me at all. I have caught quite a lot of people. Mm. Um, oh, but that being said, that being said, I don't care if you use it at all whatsoever. Yeah. Use it. Don't use it. Don't care. But turn it off. After, oh, yes, for the person yes. coming up next to you, yes, or let them know that you have sync on. Thank you. If, you d- if sometimes people don't know they have <laughs> sync on and they jump on, and then it, you're gonna fuck their setup. So don't use sync. Don't use sync. Don't care. But let the person coming after you know you have sync on, or have the liberty to turn it off. Or turn when it you off. Leave or turn it stage. off. Yeah. Or turn it off. Because yeah. I, I remember, I remember this. I forgot which time. It was a few times. Yeah. A few times. Um, the person before us yeah. had sync on. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, that person was playing like 75 BPM sort of thing. Yeah. No, no, no. 150. Yeah. 150. Yeah. Yeah. 150. Mm. And the track that I was bringing up was 75. So fun fact. Hey, 150 and 75 sounds the same. You can beat match with both numbers. <laughs> Because it is just double time. And half time, yeah. This is something that all beginner DJs should know as well. Yeah. Know your multiplies. What's half of 128? 64. What? That took a while. What's half of 174? 87. What's half of 172? Uh, 68. Oh, no, wait. Is it 60? Uh, what is it? Oh, shit. But hey, I mean, at least I don't have to pull out a calculator, bro. I do that when I'm when I'm when I'm nervous. I did that a couple of times when I just started with the 174 one because that one was a bit confusing. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, what I was saying was um, because I was trying to bring up a song um, that was 75 BPM. Mm. So 75 BPM and it got put up double time to 150. It sounded so shit. It's just like bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah, it goes that, really, yeah. yeah. Like my in my experience, like if you want to take a song, speed up and slow down, Yeah, I think like 5 BPM, you'll be kind of safe. Yeah. Less than 10, you'll be safe. Like yeah. it's not that noticeable. Yeah, I agree. It's when you go over that, it's going to sound weird as hell. It's going to sound wonky as shit. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. That should wrap it up. Yeah, I think that's that's about the question. So I uh, might do another uh, submit your question things on our Instagram, which is tofushop underscore delivery. Keep looking at the um, our socials, tofushop underscore delivery, for more announcements, more tracks, more cool stuff. Keep looking at the back bar Instagram and Facebook as well. Hash- Hashtag, um, it's not Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <and laughs> the back bar oh, Hashtag it. selfie, bro. 
Oh no. <laughs> the back bar ends it. Follow the back bar, follow Tofu Shop on Facebook, Instagram. Have a look at our SoundCloud and um, Spotify as well. You know, I think we're pretty cool. Come along. Hell yeah. That's it. Bye-bye. Bye. Have fun editing, Clara. <laughs> <laughs>